reminder, great reminder, yeah. Well, welcome to First Baptist Clinton this morning, and already you're wondering what's going on. He has a tie on. Well, you know, I wear ties for weddings, funerals, and on Gideon Sunday. So we have our Gideons here today. I just remind you this morning that the word that the, the Paul says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for good work. And that's why we are people of the book, for the equipping of us to do his work. And uh, today, uh, we, we give attention to the ministry of the Gideons. Glad that you're here to participate with us in this worship time. If you are a guest, thank you for choosing to worship with us this morning. You will find in your worship program a connection card. If you would uh, complete it and place it in the offering plate, we give, we worship through giving at the end of our worship time. So the ushers will be at the door and just place it in the offering plate as you go out of this morning. Uh, we are a praying people in the backside of its prayer requests. Uh, share your prayer request with us. And again, same thing, just drop it in the offering plate as, as you go out. Now this morning, I will add, um, you will see another person at the door. Um, we, uh, on Gideon Sunday, you'll have a Gideon at the door. They'll have an open Bible. And if you choose to give, you may. But know this, that through our Acts 1-8, your regular giving through Acts 1-8, we're giving uh, $10,000 uh, for the Gideons. And, and so if you're a regular contributor to through Acts 1-8, um, you've already given. But if you're not, you might want to just make a little offering this morning as, as you go out. We are, we are excited today uh, to worship and to rejoice in the presence and the power of the Lord and to... Um, experience his fullness through this psalm of praise. Let's stand together and sing it, Psalm 150. You made the starry holes, you traced the mountain peaks, you paid the evening skies with wonders. The earth, it is your throne, from desert to the sea, all nature testifies your splendor. Spirit breathe, you formed us in your head. 
to know your wondrous works, to tell your mighty deeds, to join the everlasting chorus. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, sing his greatness, all creation. Glad to see everybody here on this morning. Um, I'm Ron Kreisel. I am your Deacon of the Week. My number is up on the board. If you need anything this week, just feel free to give me a holler, and I'll do the best I can. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Yes, Heavenly Father, we come to you again this morning just thanking you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for the opportunities that this day presents, Lord. We pray, God, that... Uh, we may use your love to share with others this morning, Lord, that we may pick those up that are down and that they may be able to see your work in us and, and wish to join in this thing. Lord, we pray, God, now that you be with uh, this worship service, be with each and every person that's, uh, that's uh, participating here this morning, Lord, we pray, God, that you be with, uh, be, with the, be with Larry as he brings the Gideon message, Lord, and that he might be able to show us, Lord, just how important your word is, Lord, that others may be able to see that uh, the word is, is what it's all about, Lord. We pray, God, now that uh, you might help us and uh, guide us throughout this day, be with each and everything we do, and we ask this all in thy name. Amen. Amen. Please remain standing. Let's read aloud together our gospel reading today. This is from Luke chapter 13. Read with me, please. Now, there were some who were at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. 
or those 18 who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them? Do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, for three years now, I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. Luke 13, 1 through 9. Amen. You may be seated. Fairest Lord Jesus, ruler of all nature, oh, thou of God and man, the
Sunday, Sunday evening, we elected our search committee, and so I want to ask them to come, those of them who are here, to the front. We want to pray over them this morning. It looks like Lois may be the sole representative of the, of the group this morning. So I know um, Kim and Galen are out of the country. Let's see if I've got something going on here. So um, they are on vacation. And um, so we are embarking on uncharted waters. And um, we want to join God in what he's doing and see where he leads us. And with, whenever we send mission uh, teams out, we pray over them. And I, I think this is, I think this is about one of the most important mission teams we're going to send because their mission is to help us discover our new pastor. And so I want us to pray this morning. And Lois, Lois, uh, are you okay if people come here? Okay. So if you want to come and just lay hands on Lois, um, d please do. I will offer our, our prayer for her and for our committee. So this is a, this is a symbolic gathering around our committee to uh, send them out uh, in search of, uh, of our, new, our new pastor. So let us pray together. Father, we're grateful to you for the way you've been at work among us and the process of, of bringing us to identify uh, our search committee. We pray now, Lord, that you will bless them and guide them and use them in a powerful way as they seek after uh, you, first of all. And in seeking after you, uh, you will guide them to our, to our new pastor, the person you already know. Um, and we look forward to getting to know. Use them to help us discover your will and purpose. Um, and Father, I pray over them uh, your grace and mercy. Uh, the evil one will attack. So we pray your we pray for your protection of them as they go through this process. And we will give you the praise and the honor and the glory for all things and specifically for the outcome of their work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lois, for representing our committee this time. Um, uh, today is our, we, our Gideon Sunday. We do have a Gideon guest, and, and I, let me just introduce him now, and then at the end of our worship set, he can just come right on to, to uh, uh, lead us in worship. Uh, Larry, he's standing, so this is Larry Van Gilder, and uh, he's our uh, Gideon guest today. Larry is the zone trustee for Gideon's International that covers Missouri, Kansas, and Nebraska. He lives in Branson, Missouri with his wife, who's with him today, and uh, they have three children, and best of all, 10 grandchildren. So, you know, it doesn't get, it doesn't get much better than grandchildren, no matter how many of them you have, right? And uh, they, are, they are members of the 
Covenant uh, Life Church in Branson, and we welcome you this morning to share with us uh, Gideon's International Report and your message for us today. Let's, let's continue with the reading of our psalm and then our song worship. So this morning our psalm reading is from Psalm 63, and I love this psalm. David is in the wilderness, and he, his expression in this psalm is really the essence of what it means to be a Christian, and that is to love God in a deep and knowing way that it is his sustenance, it is his food, it is his drink, it is his breath, it is, his, it is everything to him. And uh, let's all stand together. As we read aloud together, one of the verses in here talks about praising and lifting his hands. And I'm going to ask everyone in the room, just raise your hands when we get to that verse, okay? You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Psalm 63, 1 through 8. Amen. You may be seated. Your rich in 
seated and uh, let's watch this we're going to skip this next song just go ahead and go to the video julie every sunday churches open their doors to communities around the world for people to fellowship to worship to grow and to renew their spirits with the hope found only in the Word of God. But for many, Sunday is a day like any other. That's where the Gideons come in. As a missionary extension of the church, Gideons meet people where they are, by placing Bibles in the traffic lanes of life and by personally sharing the message of true hope with the weary traveler, the sick and discouraged, with all generations, in small towns and in major cities, across time zones and countrysides and to the ends of the earth. So men, women, boys and girls can learn who they are in Christ and experience life as children of God. Gideons have never done this work alone. It's churches, 
just like yours who make their work powerful and effective in different cultures and languages throughout some 200 countries, territories, and possessions across the globe. Gideons are members of churches first, dependent on God's people for support through prayer, giving, and a growing membership. Because in the end, we're all carrying out one vision, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel to bring people to Christ. we talk about church ministry, I would like to reflect on a long-time member of the Gideons from right here in this church, Bill Raglan, who was a Gideon for 49 years, who passed away this past July. He was married to Mary Helen for 74 years. And I'll tell you this morning, I knew Bill personally uh, in his years that, years that I've been in the Gideons. And uh, he was our historian that formulated the history of the Missouri Gideons of some 117 years that we've been in existence here in Missouri. And he brought that display, and it was an elaborate. Did you all see that display at all, ever? Boy, we've got to get that up here to let you guys see it. But uh, we still use it at our conventions uh, in Missouri and other functions that we have. Uh, it's just a wonderful display of the history of the Gideons and all the different Bibles and so forth that have come down uh, through the ages. So um, he was a, a member of this church, and uh, just uh, I believe the support of this church that you talked about this morning is a good tribute to Bill and his service uh, to this church and to the Gideons. Well, um, here are my four grandchildren, four of the ten. Uh, when they travel with their parents and stay at a hotel, when they enter the room, they run to the bedside table, open the drawer, pull out the Bible, and say, Mama, Baba, Grandpa's been here. <laughs> this is my daughter and, and son-in-law. Uh, my son-in-law is from Kenya. My wife, and had the, my wife and I had the opportunity to go to Kenya to be able to uh, see his country, to meet his family, and spend some time there. My son-in-law's mother has a school uh, in Batula, Kenya, of which we were able to distribute scriptures to that school while my wife and I were there. We are uh, an international family. Best thing that could have ever happen to our family. Well, we distribute God's word as, as the Gideons, as you've seen, to hotels, motels, resorts, colleges, uh, universities, hospitals, nursing homes, doctors and dentist offices, to emergency personnel, to the military, to schools, and in personal witnessing. Um, we got, the Bible says to go into all the world and to proclaim the gospel 
to the whole creation. In Mark chapter um, 16 and verse 15, we are called to go outside these church doors as his witnesses to all the world. Your verse that you read this morning of your Acts 1-8 mission, uh, but you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. This particular sign is at the exit of a church that my wife and I attended when we lived in Morrisville, Missouri. It's right at the exit of the parking lot that says you are now entering into international ministry. I would encourage you today to take that to heart. You know, church is great, but where it all happens is when we go outside these doors and share the gospel with others. And that's what the Gideons is all about, sending the word around the world. 29.2 million this last year, and if you can read those numbers, three years ago we were doing 82 million. What happened? The COVID. Um, and so we're just now recovering from that and beginning to, to get Bibles around the world again. 2.5 billion, with a B, that we've distributed to date. What an awesome thing God is doing in our hearts and lives. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth that shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing to which I sent it. Let's skip the slide here, but um, actually I think I, forgot, I didn't get it put in before, but Ukraine. I wanted to share this morning that with what's going on in Ukraine, um, we are distributing Bibles. Over 400,000 Bibles have sent, been sent to Poland and Romania and Hungary. And today, the experts say that there's going to be at least 5 million people that are going to be refugees to these countries. I want to just take a moment to pray for those people this morning. Father, we thank you for these refugees, God, uh, that you have kept them safe thus far, but God, they need hope. And we pray, God, that Bibles would find their way into the hands of these people, and that you would be glorified by the work of some uh, 3,000 Gideons and Auxiliary that are in those countries. And Lord, we pray for Russia. And Father, there are people that are oppressed there that need your word. And so, God, we pray as we send forth your word that it would fall into the hands of these people. In Jesus' name. So as we send God's word um, around the world, you know, his word is powerful. I had that on a title to a slide. And, and God, uh, the army, uh, back in the, in the, in the world, world War um, II era, they gave out, we were able to give Bibles out to the army, and, they, and the, the title was, Arm Them with the Gospel too." Aaron Zahn of North Dakota wrote to the Gideon magazine that he was on patrol in Germany in 1945. When his unit came uh, under enemy fire, he said, I reached in my pocket, and when I took out the testament, everything suddenly became serious. There embedded in the book was a 31 caliber bullet. The first thought that came to my mind was to wonder at what verse the bullet stopped. 
the bullet had stopped in the New Testament, through the New Te- went through the New Testament to Psalms chapter 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? God's word is awesome. God's power is awesome. I had the opportunity to go to Honduras three years ago, just before the pandemic, to San Pedro Sula. And as you enter, this is an international scripture blitz where a team of people from all over the world, in this case, most of us were from the United States, one from Germany. But as we entered into the hotel that evening to be able to start the International Scripture Blitz, our leaders said, there is no plan. And we're all going, what do you mean? There's no plan. There's always a plan when the Gideons come and it's all put together. But for some reason, the local uh, Gideons and so forth had dropped the ball and there was no plan for us to be able to distribute. There was no uh, distribution set up, no church services set up for the next morning, no transportation, no interpreters. And here we sat, where we traveled from all over the world to, to this place. And our leaders, our, we, we all just decided there's only one thing that we can do, and that's pray. And so we got on our knees before God that evening and prayed. And our leader said at the end of the prayer, he said, since we don't have a plan tomorrow, let's all get into the, to the lobby in the morning after breakfast, and we'll have our own service, and then we'll go from there. So the next morning, we all got up, and we got, got to the lobby, and our leader said, I googled churches last night, and he said, there's a church about a mile from here, and we'll walk to that church, and we'll, we'll uh, participate in that service and see what God wants to do. So we walked to the church the next morning, as we entered into the church, the first person that I met spoke English. We didn't have interpreters. And so God just started opening the doors for us as we, as we entered into that church. As we were sitting through the worship service, and I appreciated your worship this morning. I love worship. But anyway, as, as we entered into the worship service, it was all in Spanish. And, you know, I, I liked music anyway, so I enjoyed it. But at the end of the worship service, a team came to us and they handed us earbuds. And so we all, we kind of had to share some of them with one ear and one of person's, uh, one bud in one person's ear and another in the, another one's. But as we uh, received those, the message was interpreted into English. Now tell me how 13 people can walk into a church and all of a sudden you get 13 earbuds. You know, that just was awesome what God did. But you know what the message was on that morning? God is not improv. He has a plan. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. We went out of that church service that morning with with our feet off the ground, thinking God knows what he's doing and he'll have a plan. The very next morning, we ended up at the University of Honduras uh, College campus. And here is the road right into the, to the campus. The only road into the campus for buses, for foot traffic, and for cars. And they had another exit on the other side. So we were able to catch every person and give them the, uh, the opportunity to receive a copy of God's Word. Over 10,000 scriptures were distributed that day. Opportunities to witness and share the gospel of Jesus Christ to people on an individual basis. Uh, at that distribution 
to God be the glory. Here's a man that was in his car, and I, I was standing at the, in the traffic way. There was a big speed bump there, so people had to stop <laughs> to go over that speed bump. And so this man stopped, and as he stopped and rolled down his window, he showed me his old Bible. I don't know if you can see it real clear, but it was pretty tattered. And he was so thankful to be able to get a copy of God's Word. When you go to these countries, people are so thankful to be able to receive these copies. They clutch them to their chest and say, thank you, thank you, thank you for a copy of God's Word. Now, I've been in public works all of my career, and safety is a pretty important thing. (laughs) But in Honduras, you hang a ladder up against the line, and you go up and work on it. I I just had to take that picture because it kind of lightens our hearts a little bit. This is a a Votech class. Um, that we went to. We were able to go classroom to classroom. God just continued to open up doors all week long. And this Votech class, when we went in, the Holy Spirit got over our leader to the point that he um, uh, shared the gospel and, and, and prayed with these people. And every single one of these 23 people in this class received Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and signed the back of the, of the Testaments. Here's, there was another school that I had a floor that was all that I was supposed to take care of. And, these, and there was like six or eight classrooms on this floor that I was to be able to take the Bibles to and, and hand them out to the, to the students. And as I was handing, uh, getting ready to hand those out, all the students were gone. And I thought, what's going on here? So I did a little bit of investigating and figured out that they had all gone out to recess. And so I was waiting for them, but I realized while I'm standing there, I can't interpret, I can't... Uh, share in Spanish what, what I want to say. And all of a sudden, this young lady came up to me, and she said, do you need an interpreter? I'm sitting on a bench just praying. Do you need an interpreter? So God supplied an interpreter, and we were able to go to all of the classrooms and be able to hand out a copy of God's Word and share the gospel with them. The young lady that helped me there, I mean, I just fell in love with that girl. I almost brought her home. She was in like a 12, uh, 12 years old, And I told my wife, I said, I'm going to adopt this girl. But that's the kind of thing that gets a hold of your heart when you're on these trips. Just personal witnessing, sharing the gospel one-on-one with people. Uh, Here's some police cadets that were receiving a copy of God's Word. Uh, The military, we were able to get onto the military posts and distribute scriptures. In one post, we distributed 3,100 scriptures to the fire stations. And two, this is the greatest thing of all that happens on these international scripture blitzes of seeing people receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and signing the back of those testaments. Well, typically at the end of our, our, our trip, we have a pastor appreciation banquet to show the pastors in the area how much we appreciate them. Well, we didn't have any context prior to that. But through God's grace and his love and people that stepped up this is the pastor's banquet. It wasn't really a banquet. It was more of a tea and a, and a dessert type thing. But God just supplied uh, so much encouragement to those pastors that I believe the local Gideons were so encouraged to go out and continue distributing. 40,000 40, scriptures were distributed that week. It was much less than our goal, but God had a plan. God had a plan to be able to, to do that. I also had the opportunity to go to a... Um, to the country of Tanzania uh, back in 2014. And I want to share just one testimony with you before I conclude today. And that's uh, Gideon's, two of our Gideon's 
went down this long road to a school. And that's what happens when you go on. There's long roads. And all of a sudden, you get through these rough roads to a school where there were 600 students. And the Gideons distributed um, 600 testaments at that school. And when they were done, a little boy came up to the Gideons and said, my Bible's different than everyone else's Bible. And the, and the Gideon said, what do you mean your Bible's different than everyone else's Bible? It had a Swahili cover on it. That's what they speak. And when the Gideon opened the Bible up, all of the language inside that Swahili-covered Bible was in Portuguese. <laughs> and the Gideon said, I don't know what happened, but we're happy to exchange your Bible for a Bible like all the other children have. And the little boy said, oh, no. He said, my father speaks Portuguese. He needs this Bible. Now, you tell me we don't serve an awesome God that can put one Bible in the hands of a person thousands of miles away to a little boy whose father needed that Bible. So, how can you be involved in this ministry? I don't know how you could be more involved than you are here, here today. This is just exciting to me. It took all the pressure off of me to be able to just come and to be able to share with you how exciting it is to all of us to be partners together. You can pray. You can become a member. Uh, there are members here uh, in this church that you can contact to be a part of associating together, distributing God's Word. And also the, the most important part is the personal testimony, the go-into-all-the-world thing of sharing the gospel with other people and have those tools and the training and the ability to be accountable one to another in this organization. The Gideon card display, you have one in your uh, lobby out there. The life book is an opportunity to be able to get by, to, uh, the Word of God into the schools where students send those one-on-one -on -one to those. I'm, I'm surely you all have seen those. And then financially, uh, like I said, I can't say more uh, in thanks and appreciation and support for this church who has that Acts 1-8 project to be able to be uh, ministers outside the doors of this church. Thank you this morning for the opportunity to be able to share. God bless you. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. Well, this morning we've heard about the work of the, of the Gideons and about the distribution of God's Word, and, and we are all familiar with the power of God's Word to transform lives. And thank you, Larry, for a couple of, of really good stories that inspire. See, there's the written Word, but there's also the living Word. Jesus came into this world so that to demonstrate God's love. And he demonstrated his love in this way. While we were still sinners, Christ died on the cross for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. John goes on to say, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world. And whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. So we have two options. We either believe 
or we do not. If you believe in Jesus and trust your life to him, he gives you the gift of life. If not, then we stand self-condemned because God's provided every opportunity for us to have life. If today you have never received Jesus into your life, we want to give you an opportunity just to, uh, we're going to stand and sing. And while we're singing, come share with me here at the front. If you're looking for a church home, we would welcome you at this time. We exist to fulfill the Great Commission by loving people into a growing relationship with Jesus. Come and join us in the mission in our community and beyond. So as we, as we stand now to sing, if you have a decision you need to make this morning, please come and share it with me here at the front.